Welcome, welcome to the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric, and you have found the podcast Fika with Arctic Eric. Yep, Fika, that freedom that you and I as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, that freedom we have to know him more deeply, more personally, more richly, moment by moment and day by day. The freedom to experience him in scripture, the revelation of the Alpha and Omega through Scripture, that freedom to hear His voice, that freedom to follow Him, and that freedom to share Him with others. I'm really looking forward to these coming chats here at the kitchen table. It's a subject that uh, is very near and dear to my heart, and that is 50 things the Holy Spirit does. 50 things that that wonderful Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, also referred to as the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, and the Spirit of Grace, the one self-same Holy Spirit, 50 things that He does. And why is that important for us in our walk with the Lord? Well, as we know what He desires to do, we can, for the first part, yield to him, submit our will to his will, to what he has revealed in Scripture that he desires to do, has done, or will do. And on the other side, we don't find ourselves trying to do those things that the Holy Spirit has been assigned to do. It allows us to walk in a freedom from trying to, quote, make it happen when it's something that someone else is going to do. And that someone else is the person of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Isn't it marvelous? Yep, that moment you believed in your heart that God raised Christ Jesus from the dead. At that moment, you became right with God. You became born again. The Spirit of God dwells in you because of that. You have become the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the first fruit of that conversion, of that experience, is that you can freely confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord. The first thing, and by the way, these 50 things aren't in any particular order. They probably could be, but they're not. So I'll just take them as I have them here listed. And it's going to be interesting to see how many chats it's going to take here at the kitchen table to be able to go through these 50 things the Holy Spirit does. Okay, here we go with number seven. Oh, it's an exciting one, as all of them are, but I'm thinking right now about the fact that he, that person of the Holy Spirit, he sanctifies us. That's right. He sanctifies you, and he sanctifies me. So let's look at this word sanctify or sanctification. It's so important that we understand what this means, because there is a lot of misunderstanding and the Holy Spirit is here with us today as we meet here at the kitchen table, and thanks for being here. It can be translated holiness. Well, what do we mean with that? Well, God is holy, and we're to be holy as he is holy, and since that is totally impossible for us to do to the extent that God requires, 
It is necessary that the Holy God sends his Holy Spirit in us to sanctify us, to separate us continually unto God, this spirit that is the cause of our being made holy. You know, in Christ, you are holy now. That's right. Christ in you is holy. He's pure. He fulfills all the requirements necessary, God's requirements to be holy. And this process of sanctification is something that the Holy Spirit in us wants to produce. He wants us to be sanctified, to be made holy in the way we act and think. Now, in our hearts, in our relationship to God, we are holy. We can't add to that. But the expression of it, the living out of it, is something that the living spirit in us wants to produce. The Holy Spirit wanting to sanctify us. And this sanctification, this being made sanctified, is the result of the work of the Holy Spirit. So <clears throat> let's look here now in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 1 Peter chapter 1, and Romans chapter 15 about this fact that the Holy Spirit sanctifies us, sanctifies us, separates us under God, causes our sanctification, and in fact works God's holiness throughout us. Just like yeast permeates a loaf of bread, the Holy Spirit wants to permeate our entire being with God's holiness. Through that transforming power, he desires to express in and through you. Okay, we read here that God has chosen you from the beginning for salvation. You've been chosen. Listen, we know the moment you capitulated and believed, you have been saved. And you are being saved, and you will be saved. How? Through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, the Spirit that sets you apart for God's purpose. And by your faith in the truth, God's Word that leads you to spiritual maturity. When we look in the Word, we see what, listen now carefully, what God desires to do to work and to complete in us through His amazing grace and that Spirit of holiness, the Holy Spirit in us. We become mature as we allow God to work, as our faith is in Christ, and we're trusting God to complete that which he began. We can read here that we were chosen by God the Father and sanctified, made holy by the Spirit. One of the purposes not just our holiness, but to be obedient to Jesus Christ. Listen, we need help to obey. And the helper is in us to accomplish that. Paul goes on to write here that the Gentiles might become acceptable to him, sanctified, made holy, and set apart for his purpose. How? By the Holy Spirit. So obviously this process of being made holy by the Holy Spirit, being sanctified by him, is 
that we might be set apart for God's purposes. And of course, as I've said many times here at the kitchen table, God in us by the Holy Spirit makes it possible not just to hear him, but to obey him. We're consecrated, separated to God, and made holy, made holy by the Holy Spirit. That was number seven. Number eight, he, the Holy Spirit, empowers us. We're going to look at Luke chapter 4, 24, Romans 15, and Acts chapter 1. We know the story here in Luke. It says that Jesus went back to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. Another translation says, Then Jesus went back full of and under the power of the Holy Spirit. And he is the one we follow. It's his example that we follow. The Father in him did the works, and the Father by his Holy Spirit in us desires to lead us in the same way. We read, it says here, Jesus is speaking. He says, listen, listen carefully. I'm sending the promise of my Father, the Holy Spirit upon you. Remain in the city until you're clothed, fully equipped with power from on high. Listen, we're not to go out there and try to do the stuff on our own. No, the one in us wants to clothe us, wants to baptize us, wants to fill us to overflowing with his Spirit and this power comes from on high. It resides in us. That river of life is in us and desires to flow through us. Thank you for that, Lord. You have promised, and you have kept your word. You know, you said, Jesus, it's good for us that you go away because if you don't, the Spirit won't come. But if it does, he'll send it to us. And he is here today with us at the kitchen table. And he is there in you who believe. Allow him to fill you continually. Be aware of his desire to sanctify you and empower you for his good works that he's prepared beforehand that you would experience him doing in and through you because it's a walk of faith in Jesus Christ. Well, I can see our time is done. We've only gotten through two of them, number seven and number eight, but it's been such a joy to be here with you at the kitchen table. Thanks again for taking time out of your schedule to be here. And let me pray for you right now that God's good, perfect, and acceptable will be done for you right now and through you to others today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Good day.